Good evening. Welcome to Live from Grace's Closet. I'm Grace, and I just lied. I'm not in my closet. I'm in my dorm room, but in a different place than last time, because um, I listened to the last episode back, and it was entirely me breathing. I didn't care for that, not even a little bit. Nevertheless, I uploaded the episode. However, I'd like to refrain from doing that again. So I moved, now I'm sitting on the floor, and I've got my phone on um, this plastic tote that I use to keep my food in. So I hope that's serviceable, but I'm also right next to my window. So that means you get to hear all of the cool and fun things that go on outside my window. Ever since I moved to the city, there have been things going on outside my window. All hours of the night, there's girls out there yelling. For what reason? There's nothing to be afraid of. There's people outside having friends. Why are you doing that near me? I don't know anyone here. That's a lie. I know one person here. But she doesn't live on campus, so technically I know no one here. Anyway, so that's a personal grievance. Also, I live right next to the highway. That way, I can hear everything that goes on on the highway. That's pretty cool. I feel like the the traffic reporter on Channel 5. I, I'm sure this is how he feels. Anyway, um, there's helicopters all the time. There's police all the time. Ambulance all the time. Fire truck. All hours of the night, people committing crime, people setting things on fire, it truly never ends. They don't know how to act in the city. I figured that out. When I lived in the county, things were calm. Now I live in the city. What's going on here? What's going on? And if I cross the river, then I can go back to a different county. And then I feel calm. But then if I keep going straight on the highway, then, I, then I'm in another city again. That's freaky. That shouldn't have been allowed, putting a city and a county and a city and a county so close to each other. I would like to speak to the designer, please. Anyway, so while I wait for that request to go through, what's going on? Uh, Nothing. Nothing is going on. I don't know why you asked. Um, Well... I, I've got this, uh, I've, I've got my phone on this container with all my food in it. So let's talk about what's in the container exactly. That way you can get a deeper view into my psyche and what I keep in the tote. There is four things of seaweed in here. Because they only come in, like, the single-serve things. I can't just buy, like, one thing of seaweed. No. They're annoying, and they sell it this way. I don't know why. Um, I don't like it. But anyway, I have a whole bunch of seaweed. I have Girl Scout cookies, because I'm a woman of culture, and I know my worth. Um, I've got a thing of cotton candy from Valentine's Day. Not because I have a lover, but because I have parents, and they said, here! And they said it really aggressively, just like that. And I And I was like, 
we're in the middle of dinner. What's going on? They were like, here. So I took it and I looked at it. It was, it was cotton candy as well as some other things in a bag. I have a whole bunch of sixlets in that bag too. What are sixlets if not just fake M&Ms? Anyway, so that was another personal grievance between me and the Sixlets Corporation. Uh, M- I have some marshmallows. That's for when I make hot cocoa. And boy, does it taste. Uh, I've got sriracha. I have two things of sriracha because one day I wanted to make a quesadilla because I have a deep personal history with quesadilla because when I was in boarding school, there was this guy that knew how to make quesadillas really well and he was the king of the quesadilla. But then he had to train a- another person on how to make a quesadilla correctly because the the king of the quesadilla, he had to train to become a world-class fighter. So, so he taught this other person how to make quesadillas, and they continued the tradition. It was a real apprentice, not apprentice situation. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, then there was this other person that was really good at making quesadillas as well. And every night we would say, we would say, Aaron, that was their name. We would say, Aaron, come on, make us a quesadilla. And Aaron would say, I have homework to do and other things I want to do with my life. And we would say, no, but we all live here and we all want a quesadilla. And Aaron would say, I am being peer pressured right now. But they wouldn't say that out loud. Um, and then they would make us quesadillas and we'd cheer and we'd scream and we'd have a great time in the kitchen. This all happened at 10 p.m. at night, every night of the week, without fail. We also had this thing, uh, Aaron and I, we had this cool little thing called Megamind Night, which is when Megamind was still on Netflix, every night we would go to the social room, which was a room in the main building on campus, and we'd sit in there and it had a huge flat screen TV and we'd log on to it and I'd log into my Netflix, and we'd watch Megamind every single night. Every night of the week. We would do this. So, that's Aaron. That's Aaron's impact on my life. Thank you so much. Anyway, I, that's a long way, to, way of saying I wanted to make a quesadilla. Um, so I got sriracha because I put sriracha in the quesadilla. Um, so, I, you know, I had my own. And then my stepmom one day was like, here's some leftovers from when I made mac and cheese. And I was like, cool. And she was like, also, I brought you sriracha. And I was like, cool. Little did she know, I have more sriracha. I just have a ton of sriracha. It, I can't be stopped and I won't be stopped. And I don't respect authority. Um, also, I have some granola. And the granola is because I had a little obsession with putting granola in yogurt and eating it. It was really cool for me because I realized I could do that. And sometimes I put a banana in there. Sometimes I put blueberries in there. It was amazing. I was a chef um, for a period and then I stopped. So now I just have a bunch of granola. Um, I have several rice cakes because I'm deeply infatuated with rice cakes. The thing that keeps me away from them is that the packaging is really annoying to deal with. You have rice cake crumbs all over your body, all over the floor, all over your life. You can't get them away from you. It's like sand. It's just covering every inch of everything you own, and then it's consuming you. Then also I have a bag that has a bunch of fruit snacks in it. Some people say, how come there's a bag of fruit snacks? Don't ask. 
you may be able to hear the police outside. Once again, they've returned. It never ends here in the city. What else? So that's my food tote thing. And then also I have a corner where I keep other things, which are my hot cocoa mix and my Nesquik mix, strawberry, because I'm smart and intelligent and anyone who says otherwise um it's relative they could be correct but who's to say anyway um also i have peanut butter over there i've used it once there's one scoop of peanut butter taken out of that thing so if anyone in the area is looking for lightly used peanut butter i have some and i'm willing to deliver it so anyway, um, what's in my fridge? Well, my fridge is cool because I have a whole bunch of stickers on it. That way you know whose fridge it is. Also, for some reason, my fridge has wood laminate pattern on it on the front. So it looks like a tree. Not really, but I like to pretend it does. Um, so that sets me apart from the pack. Also, it has a Vampire Weekend sticker. It has like four Drury University stickers it has the flag of Springfield on it. I'm not from there. I'm nowhere near, well, relatively I am near there, but I, I don't, I'm not from there. So why do I have that flag there? I don't know. I need to figure out where I live and get that flag instead, but I haven't figured out where I am yet. So once I figure that out, it'll fix it. But until now, it's the Springfield flag. I don't even know why they keep using that Springfield flag on stuff. I've never lived in a city where anyone really cared about the flag of the city. Some people might try to argue with me on that, and to that I will say I've never lived in the city proper. So no, I haven't lived somewhere where people cared about the flag. No. No, I lived in the county. Nobody cared there. I lived in near Iowa City. Nobody, I don't even know what the Iowa City flag looks like. All they cared about was Hawkeye stuff, okay? I lived, that, that's the only place I've ever lived. I don't know why Springfield, they're just obsessed with the flag. It's not that bad of a flag, but also it's, I just don't get it. It's just beyond me. I, it, I, you know, I, if I was that obsessed with a flag, I would be embarrassed as well. Um, anyway, so that's chill. I've got, uh, Vampire Weekend sticker on the fridge. That's how you really are able to tell that it's my fridge. Because, guys, I just can't shut up about Vampire Weekend. Lyrics. Man oh man, Ken Rostam and Ezra, Ezra Koenig. That's how you say his name. I used to think it was pronounced Koenig. So I was stupid, but anyway, Ezra Koenig and his little friend, they can write so many lyrics, mainly Rostam. He's the better one. He can write the better songs. You've heard Diplomat's Son? Diplomat's Son? It's five minutes long, but it takes you on a journey. It's their magnum opus, and I'm saying that as a fact. It's beautiful. It's, it's exquisite. It will change your life. It changed mine. Okay? 
I've been in the Vampire Weekend phase for over a year now. They can't keep me away. They can't keep me away. And they try to kick me out. They try to, they say, you can't come in here. So this is Ezra Koenig's house. You're not allowed in. And I'm like, stop. I am allowed in. Because this is my passion in life, okay? You understand me? So anyway, there's a sticker on there. Hold on, wait. Yeah, that's all. Oh, wait. No, there's a Yeti sticker on there, too. That is just so you know that my family is a Yeti family. We have, like, every Yeti product that exists. I, you, you might be saying, why do you have that many? They sell knockoffs. And to that I say, I don't know. I don't know. It's cool, though. Um, so that's the outside of my fridge, and then you open it up and you get disappointed because all that's in there is a bunch of Dr. Pepper because the Dr. Pepper, I sip it, and it cures all of my ailments. I was recently diagnosed with TMJ. I have TMJ, and it won't. it's not going away. My physical therapist says it might go away, but I don't believe him, and I don't trust him, and I never have. Um... The TMJ, the, the the one thing about it is if I drink the Daki Peppy, it goes away. It's completely gone. Once I finish the Daki Peppy, it's, it's back. Full force. It's actually worse than before. But in the moment, delicious. Docker, Docker Pepper. I love it like my own son. Um, so anyway, we got Docker Pepper. We got the, uh, we got White Monster. Just a lot of White Monster. Um, I like to live fast. And White Monster, quite frankly, doesn't give me any sort of caffeine feeling. It does not wake me up. I think it something about it, I don't know, it's just like not hitting. It's not. Bang energy, that hits. So what my assumption is, is that Bang energy has double the caffeine of White Monster. So if I drink two monsters, then I would feel something. But if I drink one monster, then I am the monster. Um, so then we got um, oat milk. We've got multiple variations of oat milk. We've got regular oat milk for making strawberry milk. That is all I use it for. I used to put it in oatmeal and have double oat situation. And that was pretty chill. But then I ran out of oatmeal and I didn't have the motivation to get more. Um, and then I have oat milk creamer that's for when i create coffee not to be confused with oat milk creamer that's the guy that keeps coming into my room um the oat milk when i put it in the coffee the creamer that is um don't just put the raw oat milk in there i used to do that and it's, it's not bad but also it's not good and i didn't respect myself when i did that oat milk creamer delicious changed my life changed my life it fixed all my woes it made me good again. Um, also, I have I've Worcestershire sauce. There's no reason for me to have that, except I put it in mac and cheese. Some people will be looking at me right now and they'll be saying, Grace, I'm never listening to this again. You're a horrible person, and why would you do that? And to that I say, you're right. I don't know why I do that. Um, but it's good. So don't hate on me until I see you putting Worcestershire sauce in your mac and cheese because I'm right it tastes good I'm correct um so I have that I have 
salad in my fridge for when I want salad for lunch because I have on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays I have class from 11 to 1 50 p.m straight this wouldn't be that bad I could just eat at like two right that would be okay but the problem is that my university the lunch meal period ends at it ends at two so I can't get lunch is basically what it is um, so I have to eat the salad that I keep in the fridge. And it tastes pretty okay, I guess. Um, is that everything? I have a bunch of condiments in my fridge that I just have. Just to have them, just to make sure. I have like some avocado spread I got from Starbucks when I got some food there. And I just saved it because I was like, I don't really want to use this right now. But one day if an avocado comes to my house and he's like, where's my son? I'll say... I'm so sorry, and I'll get it out of the fridge, and it, it'll be a horrible time for both of us, but at least I have it, you know what I mean? Um, so that's what's in my fridge. I know you're all dying to know. What's in my backpack, some may ask? Now, we're in 2015 YouTube right now. Nothing is in my backpack. That's the end of it. Sometimes there's a textbook in there, but nothing that you need to concern yourself with, okay? So get off my case. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on right now because nothing is going on. Who is driving outside? If I were driving outside, I would simply park my car and stop driving. It's simply that easy. It's not that hard. It's good God. Oh my gosh, these people. Um, so today, let's get into some personal grievances. This is Grace's personal grievance hour. Um, so I went to class this week and they moved a deadline. Didn't care for that. That's it. That's all I had to say on the subject. Um, didn't I start a movie review segment last time? Let's get back into that. What did I watch since then? Um, hold on, I'm going to touch my phone. I'm so sorry. I know it's not right, but I can't stop. It, it makes me happy. I have to go to Letterboxd because I don't remember the movies I see. Tell me. Tell me. I have to talk to it just like that. I have to be very gentle with Letterboxd. Okay, now I can see what I've watched. Um, now hold on a moment. Hold on a moment. I'm having one of those moments. Hold on. I'm. This is so unprofessional. Guys, you should stop listening. You should stop listening to this. When did my last episode come out? Because I don't want to repeat things. Because that would be horrible for my brand image. Touching my phone during the show while I'm recording, that I can make do with. But if I repeat the same words about the same movie twice, I won't know how to deal, I won't know how to cope, and I won't wake up for the next week on time. I'm looking for it, I'm looking for it. The last episode was on Valentine's Day. Okay, good to know, good to know, good to know, good to know, good to know. 
so since then i've watched i watched this play that they made me watch in acting class did not care for the play my favorite musical is next to normal so i know what a sad play looks like okay this play it's called things i know to be true i want to give it the worst press coverage i possibly can it's it's so dumb it's literally just the mom being mean to her children for two hours basically is what it is i don't care for it i did not care for it and i didn't finish it so my professor i'm sorry i couldn't do it um then i watched spider-man into the spider-verse i've already seen this movie but i watch it and i see spider gwen you know gwen stacy and i look at her and i go man i want to be her horribly horribly bent up on this i want to be her so badly i want to be her i want to make a funny little spider web with my wrist and i want it to hold on to something and i want to swing around the streets of manhattan and i want it to go swing 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 and sometimes i'll go into brooklyn but none of the other boroughs i'm strictly those two when i'm spider woman um so when the radioactive spider bites me, I hope he knows that I'm not willing to serve the other boroughs because I simply, that's beyond my scope. That's beyond my pay grade. That's the other thing, right? Spider-Man, he doesn't get paid. So then how come he does it, you know? Like, out of the kindness of his heart, sure. But the kindness of my heart only gets me so far. It doesn't pay the bills. So... It's expensive to live in Manhattan. Even if he lives in Brooklyn, he can't live in the other boroughs because he doesn't serve the other boroughs. I've already talked about this because I am him. But anyway, chill. Um, It's expensive. So he needs to make ends meet. You don't get paid to be Spider-Man. It's cool to do and it's fun for a couple minutes. And then you're beating up the bad guy and you're fighting him and he's trying to open the multiverse and he's he's got a big square body and he's so scary and he and you're shaking and you're scared of him. Um, and he's trying to bring back his child and his wife that left him or something like that. And it's a whole ordeal. And then John Mulaney shows up and he's a little cartoon pig. And you're thinking to yourself, that's John Mulaney, not a cartoon pig. But he clearly is a cartoon pig right there. So anyway, you're Spider-Man. All of that is really cool, but no money, question mark? I used to have a teacher at boarding school who would antagonize me for saying punctuation out loud. It's not my fault I can't vocally inflect. So thanks, Jane. So now I called her out. I appreciate her, actually, but I'm... See, I don't know how to be nice to people, so instead I'm super mean. Um, So I watched Fantastic Mr. Fox. That is a movie about a fox and his family, and then he causes a bunch of trouble. It's George Clooney if he was a fox, and Meryl Streep if she was also a fox, and she had a family with George Clooney, and they had a son, and the son is Jason Schwartzman. And then their cousin comes to live with him. I don't remember who plays the cousin. I don't, frankly, I didn't care. And then there's a bunch of other crazy side characters, and they're so quirky and crazy. Um, And they all have to hide because 
George Clooney did horrible, horrible things, and now there's people hunting these foxes. By the way, these foxes are comically small, not the real-life size of a fox, but there's also a rat in that movie who is comically large, and I don't think this was on purpose, so that's my question for Wes Anderson. What's going on with the proportions of your characters? Go ahead, answer me. He won't. He's scared of me. He's been scared of me for several years. I've been chasing Wes Anderson. So, Fantastic Mr. Fox, um, I gave it four and a half out of five stars because that's how I felt about it. Um, it was pretty chill. I mainly just liked Jason Schwartzman's character because I... Now, here's a plot twist. I just like Jason Schwartz, Schwartzman a lot. If someone has Schwartz in their last name... Generally speaking, I probably think they're cool. Jason Schwartzman is no exception. He played the priest in Moonrise Kingdom. Tell me you didn't like the priest. He was so cool, he married those kids. And he gave them the his tip jar, or whatever it was, so that they could get a start to their married life or something like that. I don't really remember. Um, he was the bellhop in Grand Budapest Hotel, and he wasn't that good at his job, but he was just good enough that he kept the job, and he helped Jude Law uh, get to the main point of the story at the beginning. He, like, pushed him in the right direction, and I really like to see uh, supportive friendships like that in film, Um, because personally me, I'm never pushing my friends in the right direction so that the plot can continue. I'm lollygagging and talking and saying all kinds of words, but I never move the plot forward, and that's on purpose because I'm afraid of change. So anyway, that it was an okay movie, I guess. Uh, I I had another thought on it, but it it escapes me, and probably for good reason. Then I watched. Now this is going to be a, a long thing I'm going to talk about. I watched I Care a Lot, which is a film on Netflix, recently put on Netflix, it stars Rosamund Pike. She is a cool name, um, but the the movie was not cool. It was actually quite stupid. Um, basically, it's about this lady, and she's a girl boss. And as a woman, I love a good girl boss. I love to see a woman doing just anything pretty much like most things but I didn't like what Rosamund was doing in this one so she was a girl boss but personally I didn't think it was very girl boss anything she did she was defrauding the elderly in the name of capitalism basically what her thing was was that she doesn't like capitalism cool I understand so she defrauds rich old people and puts them in care facilities even though they don't need to be in care facilities becomes their legal guardian and somehow she gets their life insurance policy is basically what she does and she also has a horrible haircut and some people will like the haircut i personally think she shouldn't i think she, i think rosamund just take just pass on this one 
many people will try to have hair as good as Natasha Leone in their lifetime. And you might be saying, Grace, Rosamund Pike, her hair in this movie is not even close to Natasha Leone's hair in, uh, in, 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 in Russian Doll. That's the one I'm thinking of. And you would be right, but that's like the greatest hair of all time. So I just assume most people are trying to work towards that. It's not a, a good goal to try. I tried it for a little while. And it, it looked like, okay, but the problem was that I cut my own bangs, so they were super thick. And it was just like, I shouldn't have. I should have, like, held off, but I didn't. I didn't understand. Um, anyways, <laughs> I care a lot. She's defrauding these elderly people, right? And then when she's not defrauding the elderly, she's, like, hanging out with her girlfriend or something. And... That's just kind of her lifestyle, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what she does. Um, And we all have things we do. You know, like, I go to school. Like that. So, she... She's doing that, and then she, like, finds this one elderly to defraud, and turns out that elderly is connected to the mafia. So she shouldn't have done that. Basically, she goofs up really bad. Now Peter Dinklage is super mad at her. And now they have a whole feud. And you might be saying, Grace, what happens at the end? I don't know because I didn't finish it because it was so stupid. So mind-numbingly stupid. So dumb. So just uh, so terrible. One of the worst experiences that you can put a person through is I, I Care A Lot, the film. That's that's just the way I see it. Someone is honking their car horn outside. Stop it. Go away. Um what else? I I need a little I need a little something more. Oh, a long time ago I said to myself um at the suggestion of a friend I was I was told talk about airports. And I was like, that's actually a good idea, because I, like, never shut up, and that that's a perfectly great topic for me to not shut up about. Um, and then I never got to it, but I'm getting to it now. So, welcome to Airport Review with Grace Short. Um, this is where I review airports, and I've been to a lot of them. They can't keep me off a plane. I'm super annoying. They don't like it when I get on the plane. They try to, like, sneak me out. Like, the the flight attendants they try to like sneakily like push me out like while the plane is in the air sneaky like push me out a window or something but then like that would mess up the air pressure and it would like everybody would notice and like they wouldn't mind but then it would be a problem with the air pressure so they can't get me off they can't no matter how hard they try and I go in there and I just go crazy I just say crazy crazy stuff um, one time I had this crazy conversation with another, uh, passenger who was sitting next to me and I turned to them and I said, and then the plane landed. So, um, I've been to just so many airports. So let's, let's go through all of them now. Um, what is the farthest West airport I've been to? I think Houston. Houston is an airport in Texas. 
It has a whole bunch of NASA paraphernalia, just a ton of it, um, because Houston has a problem. I don't know if you've heard. They're a little messed up. Um, They also, there's a Mexican restaurant in there that I ate at, and I had a taco, and then my siblings didn't want to eat tacos, so they got Chick-fil-A. So, (laughs) we understand. Um, So I, that's that's what's going on in Houston. I sat in there for a while and waited for my plane to get there. Cool. Um, then there's Lambert St. Louis International Airport. This is an international airport if I've ever seen one. And by that, I mean, it only has connecting flights. I don't know what international it's talking about. I think it's a lie. But anyway, there's two terminals in there. There's one for Southwest, and there's one for any other human being that is getting on a plane that is not Southwest. The Southwest terminal is pretty chill. There's a Starbucks in there, and I like where it's located. In the other terminal, it's chaos. The Starbucks is in a weird corner. I don't care for it at all. There's also a bunch of Ted Drew's machines. One time I saw some men that looked like they were from the mafia. They were going to kidnap me. I did not care for that, even though I am Italian. Um, so, so the, you know, those that's the experience I've had in Lambert Airport. Um, there's a cool area that is owned by the Magic House where they put a, a fake bus and a fake plane. I really am into um, children's play structures. They really hate to see me on those alone. They do not like it when someone who is not five is hanging out on the play structure. But listen, I can get down with them. And it's not even like I do anything. Especially, like, if I'm on a playground that's outside, I I start climbing on it. But, like, not in the way that you're supposed to. Like, I'm just climbing on the outside this playground, having a fantastic time. In that instance, I am doing something. But somewhere like the Magic House or the Magic House Airport Place, I'm not even doing anything. I just go inside the fake bus and there's just vibes in there. I couldn't explain to you exactly what it is. It's it's immaculate. And when it's like 5 in the morning and you're there with your siblings and you're sitting there in that bus, you feel like you could do anything. So, yeah. Um, then... I've been to Cedar Rapids Airport. I'm pretty sure... I feel like Cedar Rapids calls itself an international airport. If they do, they're wrong. Only connecting flights from there as well. But it's worse than St. Louis because it's it's way smaller. It's one terminal, I'm pretty sure. And I don't know, it's just super small. One time I got stranded there for three hours because my ride didn't come pick me up. Um, So that was pretty sick. Um, I do blame the airport for that. They didn't do anything, but I blame them. Um, Then there is, oh, Cedar Rapids. I got lost there, but the vibes in there are pretty sick. So I would recommend it. Then I've also been to Moline Airport, which is kind of in the same area, except it's in Illinois. horrible airport the vibes in there it's about the same size as cedar rapids but the vibes in there are completely wrong like there's there's john deere tractor seats in there for no good reason 
like you're trying to wait for your flight at the gate, John Deere tractor seat. Take a seat. Go ahead. No, no thank you. Um, get away from me. So that's weird that they would do that. Then there's Chicago O'Hare International. I vibe with this one, guys. I really care for this. Um, I've only hung out there when I was on a flight with American Airlines, but that terminal was so chill. There's this machine in there that, um, I think it's called the Farmer's Fridge. It's super stupid, but they sell hard-boiled eggs. I did not eat one of them. You know that I wouldn't even, I'm not that crazy. Um, they sell hard-boiled eggs in there. How come? I don't know, but... You can see it on the screen, and I never clicked it. I only got cheese cubes from there, because sometimes I get really into wanting cheese cubes, and that flight was the time I wanted to eat a cheese cube, so I did. And it was probably expensive, but I mean, it was in the airport, so what do you expect? Um, but I really that really enhanced the vibes in there. Also, I did a bunch of homework in there one time, so cool um atlanta georgia i've been there um that was the first time and last time i've ever been to the coffee bean and tea leaf or i think that's what it's called um and the coffee i got from there was literally just okay i did not care either way about what happened to that coffee if i got to drink it cool if it got stolen to me cool if I fell in love with it and we got married two years later that's also okay I really didn't care what the outcome was there um then I've got you ever think anyone listens to this to fall asleep because I've I'm genuinely just talking and I have my voice is so monotone I've never inflected on a word a day in my life so if you're asleep right now, ha, boo, you know what I mean? Anyway, then there's Charlotte, I think. I think that's the one I've been to. I was either in North Carolina or South Carolina. Don't ask me which one. I don't fully know. That was a weird vibe in that airport. I did not care for it. I don't remember really anything about it. I just know I was there and it was strange. Miami. Miami-Dade International Airport, I don't respect you. I never have, and that's a horrible airport. The Taco Bell is outside the gate, and that's the main reason that I have beef, but also it's just huge for no reason at all. Like, become smaller. Stupid. Or put a tram in there. Why don't you have a tram? Tram is the best thing. There's one in Atlanta, I know that, and there's one in Detroit. Trams and airports are my favorite thing on the planet. You put me in an airport tram, I'll be so happy the whole time. I'll be by myself because that's the only times I've ever been in trams at airports is when I'm traveling alone. But I'll be standing there. I won't outwardly be showing it because I don't really understand how to do emotions correctly. But like the joy I feel, I will be sitting there just shaking my hands really fast. Like you, you have no clue. You have no clue. The excitement that I feel when I'm on a public transit in an airport like I'm really into public transit in general and when it's in an airport it feels like you're on public transit like in a real city but you're not you're in the airport 
and the airport vibes are like already better than the outside vibes even if you're in a horrible airport like something about it but if you're on the public transit you don't understand you had to have been there it's the greatest feeling on the planet i love it i love it so much um some people will say to me grace if you love public transit so much why don't you ride the metro the metro in the very own in your very own city why don't you ride that okay well that's different okay the vibes on the metro here are not correct they're not right okay i've heard stories i don't know what goes on in there i'll write it with my little friends i'll write it if i'm not alone but you will not catch me on there alone however chicago public transit cool this is a mini little review within a review of transit systems in the united states chicago chill fine pretty okay kind of a lot of puddles everywhere for some reason i remember that but i don't i didn't really care and it was just calm st louis nah 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 it's all i have to say on the matter uh new york delicious nutritious some of my greatest times in my life were not spent on the train in new york but like i just really like the train it's just really something about it is correct one time I fell down in a train, on on a train, on the train, I fell down, and it was super embarrassing, and the whole city heard about it. Within five minutes, everybody knew of my shame. That was also the same time that my ankle was had been rolled previous, just days before, because I made my foot go to sleep, and then I rolled my ankle because I stood up too fast, and it was messed up. So I was already limping, then I fell over, and everyone laughed at me, and then I was covered in, like, rat feces or whatever's on the floor of the train but I felt alive and I think that's what matters most anyway have I been on any other public transit in any other city I don't think so I think that's that's all but anyway I love public transit it makes me so excited about but not St. Louis public transit no no you won't catch me on it by myself other people I don't really care I think I've ridden it like one time with other people didn't care then but with people no 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 I'm scared that I'm gonna get kidnapped okay so back to the topic the larger topic at hand what's the next airport I can talk about um New York LaGuardia. I have never been to JFK. I don't know what goes on over there. I don't know if they're like era, you know, like it's, I don't really know what goes on. LaGuardia though, the LGA, oh my goodness. I get down. I do great things. Some of my greatest thoughts I've ever had were in that airport and I immediately forgot them and that's what made them so great. So, I'm really into that airport, not because it's, like, quality. Like, you go, you leave the security-protected part, you go outside the gate, and there's just, like, people coming up to you just saying the craziest stuff you've ever heard in your life. And it's amazing, because that's how you know that you got to New York. That's how you know you made it, is that people are saying crazy stuff to you. And you're like, yes, finally, someone else understands. And you say it like that, if you're me um love LaGuardia um 
that Detroit has a tram, so I'm really into that action. You already know. Um, I had a 30-minute layover there, so that was kind of stressful, and I didn't really get to process the vibe. Um, But I ran through the American Airlines terminal really, really fast, and I guess that was okay. I don't really know. Um, They have this cool light display in one of the sections that has, like, the flat escalators, like, the the people conveyor belts. Um, And that was pretty cool to, like, glance at, but I was mainly worried I was going to miss my flight, and then everything was going to get messed up because of that. So, then, that might be all of them in the United States that I've been to. Then I've been to the one in Kingston, I think, in Jamaica. That one, I just remember the customs line was really long. um, Because I think it was like the holiday season when I was there. And I don't feel like... I, I don't feel like I should complain about international airports. Because... Some about that is not right, does not sit well with me, because uh, I've been on vacations in exotic destinations, so, so, like, I don't know, some about it, if I'm going on a fancy vacation, I'm not going to judge their airport. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But the airport was fine. It It was just a regular airport. There was just... There was just airport stuff in there. And then Cancun, I've been to Cancun's airport like four times because I had to go and then I had to come back and then I had to go and then I had to come back. Just like that. Um, There's, the Cancun airport has like kind of a wild vibe, like something like anything could happen. You know what I mean? Not in the same way as New York. Like just, I don't know. It's just like, you never know. You know what I mean? Uh, I bought, a what are those called a propel in there because I was thirsty and I drank it I was genuinely very thirsty and I went and then I was no longer parched the end um so that's every airport I've ever been to in the future I look to visit more airports and expand my horizons I hope that they can get me on a plane soon I hope it becomes okay for me to get on a plane soon. Also, let's just expand it. Let's just finish out this segment with all forms of um, long-distance public transit I've been on. I've been on the bus. The bus is where all kinds of crazy things happen. It's absolutely unhinged environment. One time I was on a bus when I got into a car accident. Uh, and then one time I was on the bus, I think the same time I was at a layover in Burlington, Iowa, and I watched this dude, it's something about his vibes was off, he kind of looked like Riff Raff, um, and then I watched him get arrested, so I was like, man, Riff Raff, down bad these days, um, so that was really weird, um, there were other weird things, one time we had to pull over on the bus, because the, the tires got hot, apparently, that was beyond me, I couldn't say what was going on there, Um, then another time I rode the Amtrak from the Wisconsin Dells to St. Louis, um, 
and that was a 12-hour train ride, but honestly, the vibes were immaculate. It was some of the greatest times I've ever had when I was in the train. When I was at a layover in Chicago at Union Station, that was, I did not care for that. It was, like, super chaotic. There was some dude harassing women, like, to my left. There were a bunch of Amish people that were, like, crowding around me for some reason, um... And I don't, I didn't know why. I was like, why don't you just like move somewhere else? So then I moved and then they took my seat immediately. Like they were just waiting for me. Um, and then what else? I, something else happened in that airport. Oh, there was some woman was like screaming at her child. And I was like, uh, stops yelling. Uh, so that's my experience on all of the, transits that I've been on pretty much now I just need to harness boat travel and I will have understood everything I have my boating license in the state of Arkansas I'm not from Arkansas I just have my boating license there do I know how to drive a boat I don't not at all not even a little please don't ask me to get behind the wheel of a boat it will capsize it will be very bad Leonardo DiCaprio will be there it will be horrible it'll be really 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 bad so anyway that's where i'm ending today's show um i hope that you have gotten further insight um my vocal fry is really strong today so i'm sorry if there are any haters in the audience but this is how i talk and uh some people don't like it when women talk with vocal fry i'm sorry I'm sorry, this is the way I was built, okay? If you'd like me to talk in, how do I get to the upper part of my vocal range? If you'd like me to talk in my higher cadence, that it, I find this to be a really annoying way to talk, and sometimes I talk like this for long periods of time and I don't care for it. So then I go back down to my, I call this grace raw. That's what I call it. Anyway, now you've heard me talk for like almost an hour take a nap you deserve it come back next time and i'll talk about something else that doesn't make any sense uh yeah i hope you enjoyed because i didn't